When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Football. Oh, that's right. It is back. Vikings Vent Line is back. Took a little sabbatical last Sunday. I, I got to take some time off eventually after, you know, wiping the bottoms of, of Judd Zolgan and Phil Mackey for the better part of the last two years. So I took five days off, enjoyed some sunny time in St. Pete. But now we're back. Vikings Vent Line returning right here on Score North and the Purple Daily YouTube channel. Uh, this is the first time you're finding us here on this YouTube channel. Hit the subscribe button. Daily Minnesota Vikings Entertainment on this channel or on your podcast feeds. On Apple, Spotify, the Score North app is a central hub for everything we do. Uh, check it out. Also, if you'd like to get in on a future episode of Vikings Ventline, my guys Michael and Cass are about to join me here in just a second uh, to talk some purple and talk some expectations for the Vikings. If you'd like to get in on a future episode, shoot me an email. It's vikingsventline at gmail.com. Vikingsventline at gmail.com. It's scrolling across the bottom of the screen on the YouTube channel. Vikingsventline at gmail.com for the podcast audience. Would love to talk to you. Uh, we do this show during the regular season with Mackie Judd and myself. We bring on fans to talk about the game, but during the offseason, I still like to get a word in from a few fans here and there to talk about the expectations and the wild offseason that never sleeps in the NFL. So if you'd like to get on a future episode, please uh, shoot me an email. Of course, this show is sponsored by TCL. Enjoy more of what you love with TCL. Make sure you get a nice new TCL television for the upcoming football season. And of course, Surly Brewing Company. Uh, go get a Furious. Go get a Logic Bomb. There's plenty of great options. Now that summer's here, go check out uh, the Surly Patio. It's a great beer hall just down the road here from the KSDP studios, but uh, it's a great little beer hall here in the in the Twin Cities. So if you'd like to check them out or go to your local liquor store, support Surly Brewing. Uh, they power Purple Daily and Judd Zolgad, of course, every day, seven days a week. So check them out. Uh, all right, boys, let's get uh, my guys in here. Michael and Cass are about to join me here. Talk a little purple. Man, Michael is is as swagged out here from head to toe, enjoying right. the nice sun in Arizona. Where in Arizona are you at, Mike? So I'm in the Valley of the Sun uh, in the East Valley, Mesa, Arizona, okay. is where I'm at. So yeah, it's a blazing hot, and we've got some blazing hot takes for you today. Absolutely. Uh, how long how long have you been in Arizona? We moved here from Minnesota back in 2009. So I actually grew up in Michigan. I've been a Vikings fan my entire life. Maybe we can get into that later. But uh, we moved here from Minnesota in 2009, and we love it here. Nice. Like, I've never had to shovel the heat, if you know what I mean. Yeah, you don't have to shovel any heat or snow down there. I know it exactly right. what you mean. You can wear those cutoffs anytime you want. I, I dig it. And yeah. the sun, and the sunglasses. I appreciate it. Uh, Cass- Sun's out, guns out. These are actually 
prescription glasses, believe it or not. No, the prescription glasses glasses are life changer. I I don't I haven't gotten them yet because I know I will lose them because I'm the kind of guy that like runs through a pair of sunglasses in like a month or two. If I get more than like two to three months out of sunglasses, it's by the grace of God. So um, I'm too afraid to buy into the prescription sunglasses, but I respect it, Mike. I do, I do. Uh, Cass, what about you, man? Uh, how long have you been a Vikings fan? Where are you calling from? Uh, I'm coming from Annandale, Minnesota, so I'm a uh, small town about like an hour uh, northwest of the cities. Um, I've been a fan since probably around 2005, 2006. Um, feels like, you know, decades longer um, being a, a Minnesota Vikings fan. But, um, yeah, so I was kind of after the, uh, like, primetime Randy and Chris Carter. And, um, yeah, so it's been, it's been great. It's also been hell. But. I know. You've only been doing it for like 15, 17 years, and yet here you are. Like, yeah, it feels like a decade. You feel like it's it's aged you properly, not just in the natural selection of you getting older, but it's aged you even more uh, becoming yes. a Vikings fan. I don't blame Absolutely. you. Uh, boys, let's talk expectations. I'm, I'm just curious what you guys think. I've been bringing up a bunch of fans. I always ask everyone this question. So um, w- what are you most excited for with the Vikings in 2022? Michael, I'll start with you. So, I mean, this is something that you guys talk about ad nauseum i think i think myself along with most vikings fans what we're particularly excited about is a change in regime uh the fresh new and exciting with quasi koc and then to see what type of an impact uh with the installation of the new offense that's that that's going to have on uh our friend kirk d cousins and see if there's any more juice to extract from him than what we've already seen, because that's going to be the linchpin as far as uh, the success or failure of this team, in my opinion, uh, for the upcoming season and in uh, 2023 as well. So, yeah. yeah, I'm excited for the new regime. There's a lot to be excited about with KOC and Quasi and all the positivity that's swirling around and all the pieces we've put into place over the offseason. Um, I think we've got a great roster here. It's just a matter of um, getting that on the field and making it work. It's going to be an exciting time just because to your point of Kevin O'Connell, just kind of coming in here, breath of fresh air. Like, you know, I, I liked Zim, you know, but he ran its course by the end of it. You know, it was, it was just time to move on. Um, and, and if this, if he's indeed, if O'Connell's indeed this offensive guru to get the most out of Kirk, then great. It's about time. This Vikings offense looks at, looks as good as it does. And I think Quasey, you know, roster construction wise will maybe take a year or two to really get, his thumb on this on this imprint and on this Vikings team, um, but I, I'm curious too, just what that all looks like. But at the end of the day, it's optimistic, right? Like we're kind of excited to see how that all plays out throughout the course of the season. I'm curious to see how it works too. Uh, Cass, what about you, man? What are you what are your expectations? What are you most excited for with the Vikings in 2022? Uh, yeah, I kind of have tempered expectations. Um, you know, if we make a push for the playoffs, that's you know that's awesome. But it, it's like each. Season- years it's kind of had that feeling of you know hope at the beginning of the season and then we drop a couple of games right away and then you're like well all right let's see how this goes and then they kind of go on a streak and then they drop a few that they shouldn't and then we make that playoff push and then fall short at least that's kind of been you know the exact script the last two seasons so um we don't really a new culture especially kind of more of like a team friendly vibe rather than kind of like you know, like Kendrick said, like that fear-based um, culture, um, you know, it's going to hopefully be a little bit different. Um, but just with 
all new fresh faces, um, you know, in the administration, everything it's, um, I still have some tempered expectations. Um, but you know, a lot of hope to see, you know, especially like with how KOC, um, you know, how he manages games mostly is how I kind of want to see now that he's in the driver's seat, like, you know, when we're, when the, the pedals to the metal, like, you know, how does he do when, when the lights are bright? Yeah. To, to your point too, of, um, tempered expectations, you know, it- the Vikings aren't certainly favorites to win the NFC North this year, but the division itself is kind of a crapshoot. And Packers should be the favorites, but they still lost Devontae Adams. And you don't know how that offense is still going to look without him. Um, and to your point of the last two years of slow starts, build it up, tease us a little bit. Maybe they control their destiny, and then they usually have fallen flat on their face in prime time the last few weeks of the season to close out 2020 and 2021. Can that change? But also at the same time, even if it's uh, you know another average eight and nine, seven and ten type of season, to our grand point at the beginning of the show, is the offense clicking? Is 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 KOC getting the most out of this offense? Is Kirk Cousins maybe taking a step forward and breaking a mold that ha- that he hasn't done before? I mean, I, I think obviously Super Bowl is always still the goal. It's the goal of this show. But if those steps are being taken, I think we'll still kind of be okay with that average to below average record if indeed you're trending towards looking like a Super Bowl team and I think that's what's really most important too yeah I agree with that 100% so I I think tempered expectations when you've been a Vikings fan as long as I have since uh, around 1970 by the way Um, so I watched them lose three of the four Super Bowls I watched them and cried when uh, Staubach drifted that pass to Pearson on the push-off, and they lost that the divisional game to the Cowboys. I was in the stands in 98 in the opposite end zone where Gary Anderson missed that field goal with my seven-year-old son. And I'll never forget it because we were forced to sit there while the Dirty Birds were up doing their dance on stage, right? Okay, yep. <laughs> And and when we came out of the stadium, there were Star Tribune workers huddled around a pallet of newspapers that had already been printed with the banner headline going to Miami. And wow. they would not even let us grab one as a souvenir. So that was I mean, that was a devastating blow. And then Dex, you know about this is kind of where you jumped on board was the 41 donut. Yep. Um, with Dante Culpepper and then the fiasco in New Orleans with all the uh, turnovers, a game that we should have literally should have blown them out. So long suffering Vikings fan. So if we come in, you know, I'm expecting somewhere in the neighborhood of nine to 10 wins, nine to 10 wins should get us in the playoffs. Um, Anything beyond that is going to be a huge bonus, but just like you stated to your point, if we're trending in the right direction, then I think that's that's all we can really hope for in KOC's first season. Absolutely, I love in my, uh, in my opinion. I love the story too of '98 of them being huddled around those newspapers. <laughs> I, I've heard I've heard stories yeah. about that. My uncle has a an NFC Championship 1998 hat too. I know he was able to like get some. Boot, I don't know if it was bootleg or not, or how he got a hold of it because obviously they print both those shirts and hats. You know, for both yes. teams, Super Bowl two. It's that's still a thing. Um, but that, that's that's hilarious. That they were barricading that in '98. I love that story. It's a great little note there. Um, what 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 players are you guys also looking to maybe break out? Cass, I'll start with you. Is, is there is there a certain player, in offense, defense, anywhere on the across the board that you're looking at that has breakout potential for them this season? Um, I mean, obviously, like the big one that we're hoping for, like we said, is Kirk. Um, you know, hopefully he gets like field in 
feels empowered um, to kind of run the offense and not feel like he's just managing it and he can be the guy. Um, but the um, a couple that I'm really hopeful for, like Irv Smith, if he's um, healthy, can stay on the field and hopefully kind of becomes the guy that we drafted him to be. Um, so it's, you know, especially being in an offensive minded coach um, that he can really break out and have a great season um, and kind of be another weapon for Kirk. Um, and then a guy that I'm also really hoping for on the offensive side is KJ Osborne, um, especially with an aging Thielen. Um, hopefully Thielen could stay healthy and kind of, you know, be um, a little bit what he has been when he's healthy. Um, but if not, I think KJ can really step up um, and kind of start to um, fill in his shadow a little bit. Um, and then on the defensive side of the ball, um, I'm really curious to see how they want to employ that three safety set. Um, obviously with scene coming in and Harrison being Harrison. Um, but then um, seeing Bynum, um, kind of what he does, um, if they're really um, some emphasis on him, you know, kind of breaking out on, on the defensive side. Yeah. Cam Bynum had such a great little, you know, opening opening start to his career there when Harrison went, went on the COVID list and, and when they drafted scene, it was, it wasn't confusing necessarily. It was just like, Oh, like they're going to have a third safety, but at the same time with the new Donatel system, if yep. that's going to be something where all three can be on the field at the same time and be haymakers and these safeties, these new ones, especially it feels like are becoming like pseudo linebackers and, and can hit pretty hard and can drop all over, not just in coverage, but rush the quarterback. They can get really creative with how they want to deploy those three, even if it's only two of the three on the field at the same time, if not all three of them. So defensively, I'm with you there. I feel like everyone loves Herb Smith, right? Everyone thinks Herb Smith finally he was looking like he was going to have that season last year before he got hurt in training camp. Um, he seems like the odds-on favorite to finally have it, and, and not even to break out, but if not now, when, right? right? I mean, he's, he's, he had a nice rookie season. Second season was didn't really live up to the same potential that we saw from his rookie year. So if he's going to do it, He's got to do it now. Uh, Mike, what about you, man? What breakout players do you have for the Vikings in 2022? Yeah, so you guys nailed my top pick here for breakout players, and it is uh, Urban Smith Jr. So just like you discussed, his rookie year with us, he he performed well, but we had Kyle Rudolph in there, so Herb wasn't really the number one at that position. And where we drafted this guy and the expectations of him, he has yet to live up to that. So we really need, and with KOC's offense, you know, he's not going to use the tight end in the same way that, uh, you know, Mike Zimmer employed the tight ends in the offense with with the multitude of uh, offensive coordinators we have had during his tenure. But Irv has the talent and the potential to be moved around and utilized as a a wide receiver in, in some capacity. So I'm really looking for him, just like you said, Dex, if not now, when, and if he doesn't have a major breakout season this year, I don't see him on the roster in 2023, unless it's back at a, at a significantly reduced number, but he's still on his first contract. Right. So yep. I don't think we're paying him a ton of money to begin with. And then like Cass was saying, you know, with Kirk, uh, you know, how much more can we extract from Kirk? Statistically, He's a he's phenomenal, right? I mean, yourself, um, Ak Ak Macadac and Judd the Sports Dad. Hello, <laughs> um, talk about this all the time. Uh, where we need the intangibles this year, we need to see the intangibles from Kirk. So hopefully, KOC is able to instill in him uh, and bring out some of the fire 
and bring out the leadership because of all the places on the offense that you need leadership, it's from the quarterback position. And if we're not getting it there, then we definitely need guys like Jefferson to step up and be a louder voice. And Dalvin Cook, we need to get that leadership from somewhere if it's not coming uh, directly from Kirk. So we'll see how that shakes out. On the defensive side of the ball, of course, uh, our defense has been atrocious the last couple of seasons with uh, Zadarius Smith and Daniil Hunter. Uh, that looks extremely promising. And we've we've shored up a little bit on the backside, but if we can get consistent pressure up front with uh, Zadarius and Daniil and maybe add an, another piece or have somebody else step up, then our defense, like you guys talk about all the time, if we can be middling on defense, somewhere middle of the pack and top five on offense, I think we have a really strong shot at winning the division. And then we get into the playoffs and from there, uh, just need to win a game or two, and we're trending in the right direction. You know, you'd like to think that defense uh, can't be any worse than it has been the last two seasons, and um, Daniil Hunter's absence all of 2020, the second half of 2021, I mean, that defense was different when he was on the field for those first seven, eight games in 2021. And if you pair with Zaria Smith, again, injury questions, I guess, remain with both players. But if those guys are who they are, well, then the defense should be back to where it is. And and there's certainly so, still question marks on on the cornerback side and defensive back side. You know, Cam Dantzler, we talk about breakout players. Is he going to take that next step? But also, Pat P's up there in age. You know, they don't really have necessarily a lot of proven depth and proven guys at the cornerback and defensive back position. So getting after the quarterback from a Daniil standpoint, from a Zedaria standpoint, or even just any creativity they can create, to get after the quarterback and pressure him, that's going to be the key to that defense. And, Mike, you bring up a good point that if the defense is better and the offense is where it should be, well, naturally, just from a 30,000-foot view, should be a team that should be contending for the North and not just making the playoffs, but should be a team that should make a run in the playoffs too. So a lot, lot of question marks, but again, kind of fun that we had this optimism of new systems on, on both sides of the ball that should be able to pay dividends and pay parallels and uh, – into making this team a, a better football team in 2022. Uh, you know, Judd was doing his top five Vikings list. Uh, he just he just finished number one um, on Friday afternoon here. And uh, I'm curious what you guys have on your top five Vikings because, you know, he, we did 25 on down. He teased it on down. Um, and, you know, he did include a guy like Dante Culpepper, which I get. Like, I, I understand. <laughs> I understand he's the first quarterback I gravitated towards, so I, always have, I have a soft spot for him. But I do get why he's not uh, a top 25 player. So I am curious, so what you guys have from your top five. And, and Cass, I'll start with you here. You're obviously kind of like me. You came into being a Vikings fan a little uh, later in the millennium. Uh, but, but who are your top five Vikings of all time? I was going to say, um, I have to preface it with, kind of like what you said is I'm coming into it with like what I've seen, mm-hmm. um, obviously a lot of hall of famers that were before my time and, um, things like that. So I kind of went with who I've seen. Um, I feel like if I don't preface that, um, I'd have a lot of people that I don't know, probably very angry with watching this and hearing this. So this is just from like kind of that mid, um, odds kind of like 2008 on, sure. um, from the so number one, um, yeah, I put, yeah, you know, actually, I'll start with number five and kind of work my way down. So number five, I put the hitman, Harry. Um, he's just a guy that I've always just loved watching. Um, anytime, you know, he makes a big play or big hit, um, you know, he, he just he brings a lot of noise. He brings a lot of excitement, but then he's also always calm and cool. 
Um, and so he's just always fun to watch. And it's just like that nice um, safety plug at the back. Um, number four, staying with the secondary, I put Antoine Winfield. Um, just, you know, smaller, smaller size guy, but he could always um, kind of lay the lumber and, um, you know, was always rangy. And so he was always fun to watch. Um, and number three, sticking with defense, um, put Jared Allen. Um, you know, in the last like decade and a half or so of watching, um, again, he was just always fun to watch. Like you were just always to go and get the quarterback or, or run him out of the, of the back of the end zone with Orlovsky. Um, and then number two, uh, my last number one to number two are on the offensive side of the ball. Number two is AP. Um, you just, you know, you never knew when he was going to break one off. Um, and so it was always just kind of had you on the edge of your seat watching, um, and number one, I really only ever got not even a full season from him um, because he was ultimately traded for and traded away um, was Randy Moss. Um, you know, I didn't get to watch him in his prime, um, but because I did get to see him a little bit, I still had to put him on my list. And, you know, I know he's one of the one of the greatest that we've had. So there's I, my one. I like it. And and look, you're not going to try to go back and play history. And, you know, certainly myself, I could go back and do that as well. And I'm sure Michael has, has some names too that, that are from that time. And rightfully so that there's an extensive list of players that you can put in the top five uh, for this franchise, you know, from the fifth on down, you know, Harrison Smith, I think is definitely a, a ring of honor guy. And, and to be honest, if he can maybe get a Super Bowl and play into his late thirties, potentially a, a hall of fame player. I mean, potentially not certainly not first ballot right now, but he's, he's going to be in the Vikings Ring of Honor, Vikings Hall of Fame. He's been here for 10 seasons. Um, and then everyone else after that list are all, all very good players. You know, Jared Allen is, should be a Hall of Famer. You know, AP, is, when, it's, when he does hang it up, is going to be a Hall of Famer. Randy Moss, same thing. So all, all those guys that you listed are still are great players that you've seen in just a short amount of time. So I, I, even though you've only seen those guys from 2005 on, all of them are Vikings Hall of Famers to a degree, and some of them have borderline Hall of Fame ability. Uh, Michael, what about you, man? What, what do you got for your top five list? Give us a little history lesson. Yeah, so I really like Cass's uh, recency bias list there. So, you know, those are those are names of players that I've come to appreciate. They're not all going to be Hall of Famers, but they're absolutely players that have had a significant impact uh, with the Vikings. So I like that list. My list is going to be a little bit more old school mixed with some newer school stuff. And these guys are either all Hall of Famers currently or soon will be. So remember, I've been watching the Vikings since the early 70s and watched them lose three Super Bowls. So the, the guys that I grew up on were the guys that I gravitate towards the most. And Cass, it's too bad you didn't get to see Moss play in his heyday. I mean, in 98, I mean, I remember his, his rookie year when he just torched the Packers. So let me, anyway, let me start. Let me start with uh, number five at number five. I have our boy AD all day, Adrian Peterson, one of the best running backs to ever play the game. He stacks up probably seventh or eighth all time statistically, and the guy's just a beast. I was in the stands when they played San Diego, and Adrian Chili pulls him off the field. Yeah. The guy's like four yards short of 300 yards. I wanted to go down to the sidelines and slap Chili in the head. <laughs> I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Let him get that four extra yards, man. So uh, at number four, and this one Judd had a little bit outside of his uh, top five, I have Paul Krause. So, again, I, got, I was able to see and watch Paul Krause play. This guy was a ball hawk. 
And just like you guys talked about either yesterday or the day before, I mean, this is when quarterbacks were just dropping back and floating them out there and, and passes were like punts sometimes. But Krause is a ball hawk. Uh, 81 career interceptions, still leads the league, might not ever be touched in terms of records. Number three, uh, number 84, Randy Moss. So <laughs> straight cash, homie. Right. Randy, <laughs> Randy, for all of his off-the-field shenanigans and 41 Donut, I don't know, Dex, if you remember, uh, everything that was swirling pregame with Randy Moss on the 41 donut. But uh, Randy Moss, uh, one of the best receivers ever to play the game and just electric. Uh, number two, uh, our guy, Alan Page. I don't think a top five list for the Vikings can exist without, without Alan Page. Again, one of the best to ever play the game. This guy was a nine-time All-Pro. Uh, he was a, a defensive N- MVP, only two of those in the history of the NFL ever. And then number one, of course, the best Viking of all time and the guy that I really it caused me to fall in love with the Vikings to begin with, Francis Asbury Tarkenton. Were you, you ever heard that middle name? Actually, Asbury. I, I did not know it was Asbury. That's yeah, awesome. His, his dad was a preacher in Georgia. And Fran, I think the reason I gravitated so much towards Fran, because he was a, a, a smaller guy in the NFL at the time, diminutive. And the way that that guy would scramble backwards for 20 yards to throw for a five-yard gain, it was just phenomenal to watch the guy play. Uh, fun fact, well, not really a fun fact. I can't say it that way because that's ridiculous. But Fran's father passed away during that 1975 playoff game against the Cowboys. He died of a heart attack watching that game, and Fran didn't find out until after wow. the game that, his, that he had lost his father, uh, the, the Roger Staubach Hail Mary. So there's my top five. I love it. And there are a lot of other guys that could be on that list, but that's my personal top five. Just like with Cass, he kind of put together his personal yeah, I think, you know, there's plenty of overlapping that can go from current players in the last 20 years to going back to the 70s and 60s, 60s and 70s that 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 a lot of fans also haven't seen or like remember. But th- but that's just it goes to show how many great players that this franchise has had. And I know, you know, other fans like to poke fun at the Vikings and, you know, that they're, they're heartbreakers and they'll break your hearts at the worst possible time. But my God, they've had some good rosters. And, yes. and that's that's the frustrating part, right? Being so close and having all the tools in the shed and then, you know, forgetting what to do with those tools is, is it's frustrating. And I think that's what, again, to translate it back to 2022 is what's so exciting is even though it's mostly the same faces on offense and defense for that matter, um, you, you, you get a new look, you get them, someone to shine it up a little bit differently. And hopefully with the way they're propped up and the way that you have a new leadership leaning into this team that hopefully it then now find results and not just being, uh, fringe playoff team, but hopefully being a consistent contender in the NFC, which is what a lot of Vikings fans want to see because we all just, obviously just want to win a Super Bowl before we die. So great list, boys. Yes. I love it. Yep. I love it. Uh, any any last words uh, before I wrap up? I usually give fans a, a last take or, or anyone that want to shout out. Uh, Cass, I'll start with you. Any any last take you'd like to give out here? Um. Yeah, I, you know, I'll start with my shout out and then just give one take that's kind of been um, – yeah, kind of beat on quite a bit, but um, yeah, my shout out is, you know, kind of following along with the vent line. Um, 
pattern is uh shouting out my wife she uh lets me listen to it when we're driving to church and you know anytime we're on the road um you know she'll let me throw it on and listen and um you know she always kind of makes it seem like she doesn't want to listen to but i know she really does um but yeah my take is i uh, i mean i'm hoping i'm wrong but i really think we're gonna um regret that you know i don't obviously know the the discussions that happened but um in the trade with detroit um you know not having that next year's first round pick in it um and kind of not probably should have since they're moving up 20 picks in the first round um i think that might be one that we look back on and and look at as kind of a, a real swing and a miss yeah, you, you you will hope that that doesn't come back to haunt. I mean, they made two trades in the division that were very questionable. So hopefully, I know, and two, two wide receivers too. It's not like they like gave up a linebacker or like they, they took a guard or something. Like, oh, these are playmakers that could potentially burn you immediately as of this season. So I know trading with the division is risky. We'll see if, see if it pays off. Uh, Mike, what about you, man? Any uh, shout-out or last take you'd like to give before we wrap? Yeah, so, I mean, the wife is an easy one. She's been putting up with me throwing things around the house and raining F-bombs for a long time. But the real shout-out is for my dad, who passed away in 2009. So when I was a Cub Scout, he kind of got me interested in football to begin with when I was very young, like five, six years old. And when I was a Cub Scout, one of the things I remember him teaching us were the referee signals for penalties. And that's kind of where I became a little bit more invested and got to know the game, know the game, right? And then just it took off from there. As far as takes are concerned, I honestly believe that Zimmer did not get the most, not even close to the most out of this team over the last couple of years based on the talent that we have. So I don't really view kind of pushing the reset button, although we've added pieces. I don't view 2022 as a polishing the turd situation, right? Yeah. I honestly believe that there is a lot more that we can get out of this roster and including the pieces that we've added. And with Green Bay hopefully now taking a step back, Rodgers maybe not being as enthusiastic or invested and in getting beaten at home with an opportunity the last two years to go to the Super Bowl, probably the best chance they'll ever have. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they take a step back, and I think the Vikings take a step up, and I really think that we have a great shot at the division this year. But again, okay. it's all tempered. When you've been a Vikings fan as long as I have, <laughs> you lower the expectations because we know that um, expectations are the root of all disappointment, especially when you're a Vikings fan. Absolutely. They're the, they're the unfortunately. It exists. It, it's uh, it, it's now ingrained that we're that we're always waiting for the shoe to draft, right? You're just waiting for waiting for That's a heartbreak right. to come around the corner. I feel Keep you drinking the purple Kool Aid, boys. Damn right. For now, right? Amen, yep. Michael. Amen, man. <laughs> Cass, Michael, appreciate you guys coming on Vikings Ventline. We love the top five list. Love the expectations. Uh, for anyone who's also watching this, wants to get on a show, shoot me an email. It's VikingsVentline at gmail.com. Would love to hear from you. Would love to get you on the show. Uh, Purple Daily, seven days a week, Minnesota Vikings content right here on your YouTube channel. Uh, Hit the subscribe button for daily Minnesota Vikings entertainment. We just want to see the Vikings win a Super Bowl before we die. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. It's crazy to think that a few weeks ago we were talking about whether or not Tua Tagovailoa should consider retiring after two concussions and worldwide debates on player safety and NFL culpability. Tua has done nothing but go back to work and currently has the Dolphins riding a three-game win streak and one loss behind the division-favorite Buffalo Bills. While everyone was yapping about the end of his career, Tua Tagovailoa said he'll decide when it's time, and clearly he's not ready to hang up the cleats. 
Hi, this is Chris Howard from the Plugged In with Chris Howard podcast. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting up-to-the-minute scores for every the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including the MLB playoffs, the start of the NHL season, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.